Welcome to Flowcast, everyone. I'm your host, Jeremiah Washington. Today I'm in our office at Sacred Heart Convent with Sister Mila Diaz Solano, who is going to talk about, talk with us about a subject dear to the hearts of many Catholics, especially those with roots in Mexico and other Latin American countries. Welcome, Sister Mila. Thank you, Jeremiah. Before we get started, will you tell our listeners about yourself? Well, I am one of the Dominican Sisters of Springfield, Illinois. I was born in Peru. I entered the community in Peru, and I am almost 25 years now as a sister and currently serving in leadership. I'm curious to hear from you about Our Lady of Guadalupe today. I have a lot to learn, but this is what I do know. Our Lady of Guadalupe is a Catholic title for Mary, the mother of Jesus. In 1531, she appeared in Mexico City to Juan Diego. After that, I'm lost. What can you tell us about her? As the Nican Mopoa, which is the narrative of the 7th century, reflecting the apparition of Mary, says, approximately 10 years after the colonization of Mexico, after many indigenous nations were um, forced into Catholicism by the uh, Spaniards, Our Lady of Guadalupe appeared to an indigenous person with elements of his culture, of the Chichimecas, with the color of an indigenous woman, with kind words, with respect, offering a different way of evangelization. Her apparition constitutes an example of how Christ had to be presented to people who do not know him. I'm fascinated by that. I didn't grow up in a Christian tradition that includes much about Mary at all, and I have so many questions. What makes Our Lady of Guadalupe a special interest here in the Americas? Well, Jeremiah, Guadalupe represents good news for the people in the Americas, especially for the oppressed people, because she shows a different face of God to those who were enslaved and also violated in their rights. She does, come, she does not come with words that are um, frightening, but with words that are loving and care for the suffering people in these lands. For people who were exterminated, Guadalupe appears in the daily life to a simple person, not to a bishop or to a very rich man, but Guadalupe, Guadalupe goes beyond the barriers of language, of culture, of social strata, and reaches out to one who is at the periphery of the society and of the church. The people identifies with her, a brown colored woman, wearing colors which have the symbols of the people in the land, and with so many signs that are important for the culture of the people in these lands. I know that you are very well prepared to answer my questions because of your deep theological study. Your understanding 
of sacred scripture and your Dominican heart. You are truly a scholar, so I trust your insights, and I'm interested in hearing more. A few years back, you wrote a blog post for the Dominican Sisters website called Our Lady of Guadalupe. The maternal face of God, could you tell me why you think it is possible to think of Guadalupe in those terms? Of course. In the scriptures, especially in the Old Testament, we find different images of God. God appears as the Father. God is presented as a creator. But God is also presented as a mother. For example, the prophet Hosea, in chapter 13, verse 8, presents God as defending her people the vulnerable ones, as a mother bear who protects her cubs. That's a very beautiful example of nature and of motherhood that God represents for the people. Also in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 38, we can find very unique comparisons for God. The writer says that God is like a female eagle stirring up her nest, that God is giving birth to his people or to her people. Actually, it's not very clear if it's a he or a her, but the, the f images that appear are more like the motherhood of God. Also in Psalm 131, the one who is writing this psalm speaks of himself as a weaned child who has her soul or his soul quieted with his mother's voice or her mother's voice. So God in all these examples and in other more that we can find in the Old Testament is presented with that image of a mother who cares with tenderness for her child. How beautiful is that? If I understand you correctly, you are saying that many of the feminine images of God in the Old Testament are witnessed to in the, the experience of the Mexican people with Our Lady of Guadalupe. So you are saying something different than what many Catholics might understand. This image of the pregnant Mary is not just meant to be understood as an image of Mary giving birth to Jesus. She is also an image of God in the labor to bring about a more just world for those who are oppressed, like the impoverished indigenous people of Mexico in the 16th century and so many people do today. Do I have that right? You have that right. <laughs> you know, in the Nican Mopoa, Our Lady addresses to uh, Juan Diego with very kind words. She says, Juan Dieguito, mi hijito, which is like my, my very lovingly child. And those words are the words that God uses for the people who are suffering, people who are experiencing a lot of violence and oppression. And language is always limited to express who God is and how God is. But we use the language that we know to, uh, to communicate our experience of 
who is God for us? So in the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, yes, God is pregnant. Is pregnant of good news for the people in these lands who were only receiving bad news every day. God is pregnant of hope within a desperate creation. Is pregnant not only with new humanity, but with a new creation. So what is the Nikamapoa? That's a writing, um, a narrative about the apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And this narrative is from the 17th century, is 200 years after the apparition actually happened. But in this Nikang Mapoa, which is in Nahuatl, the original language of the people, all the words that the uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe uh, uh, said to Juan Diego are captured. And all the tenderness which uh, reflects this mother is also captured. And all the events about Juan Diego's life, who was he living with and how did he uh, address to Our Lady, how he went to the bishop, what happened. So this narrative really uh, is like a memory of what happened in those days in which Our Lady appeared to Juan Diego. So if that document was found 200 years after, then how did people know about her before? Well, there are two, two ways that the people knew that Our Lady appeared. The first one was the sign that uh, Our Lady gave to Juan Diego. She asked for some flowers, and then Juan Diego, when he opened the tilma with the flowers that he had picked in the mountains in, in front of the bishop, the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe was impressed in that tilma, in that mantle. And so that, ma that mantle exists until today is, and is in the Basilica of uh, Mexi in Mexico. And many people go and visit there, that um, portrayal of Our Lady of Guadalupe. But that was the sign. And after that event, many of the indigenous people converted into Christianity. They didn't fight against uh, believing in Christ and believing in um, because of Guadalupe. She was actually the evangelizer of all these nations. A lot of conversions happened after, uh, after the apparition of Our Lady Guadalupe. And the people uh, remained believing to Juan Diego's account. So it was not written immediately, but um, it was transmitted by Juan Diego and all the miracles that he experienced with his uncle. There were so many signs that was clear for the people that th this was God himself in the image of Our Lady Guadalupe. In that case, I'm going to pay closer attention on December 12th when the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe rolls around. She is an encouragement for all people who find themselves oppressed and without hope wherever they are. That's great, Jeremiah. And that's the reason why Guadalupe has a special place among migrants, for example. 
the, the indigenous nations in Latin America, the poor, those who have my color of skin or who da, do not speak Spanish. She invites us with her presence to get up and continue walking and believing in a God that loves us so much. She is very powerful among those who are suffering, not to remain in the suffering, but to believe that God really wants them to be resurrected into a new life. So uh, in becoming one of us, in being like one of us, is the perfect example of the God who made himself in the image of a human is that same image of the incarnation. So Guadalupe speaks a lot about um, doing our best for evangelization, going into uh, other indigenous nations in other places where God is not known as um, our creator, our uh, redeemer, and our God is a spirit but is already present there in many other ways. So um, yes, December 12th is very special, not only for Catholics, any of the migrants, even if they are not Catholics, they will have the image of the Guadalupe as, um, as the image of themselves, you know, trying to, to um, be resilient in a society that is very, very violent for them. Thank you, Sister Mila, for joining us this week. And happy Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. That's it for Flowcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Visit our website for more about today's topic. That's flowcastlisten.org. Until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>